Today's episode of the Elseworlds Exchange is brought to you by The Sorcerers of Caramine, the debut novel by Scottish author Luke Brady. Now look, I know we all love comics, but occasionally it's good to pick up a full prose novel every now and again, and this one's a doozy with a lot in it for comic book fans, especially if you like magic titles. It's got witches, pirates, and plenty of action. Think Harry Potter meets Pirates of the Caribbean. Basically, it's about a young guy named Perrin who discovers he has magical powers in a world that is tightly controlled by the people in charge. They decide to get rid of him, but he's rescued at the last minute by a pirate ship full of really colorful and entertaining senior citizens who whisk him away and teach him how to use his magic, and then they go on the run together. It's great fun and a really exciting read. You can pick it up from your local Amazon store by going to tinyurl.com slash lukebrady. That's L-U-K-E. B-R-A-D-Y. It's available on paperback, Kindle, or if you prefer an audiobook, it's on both Audible and iTunes. Even better, if you've got Kindle Unlimited, or if it's your first title when you sign up for Audible, you can get it for free. It's a great debut novel, and I think it's going to be the start of a really cool series, so give it a look. The Sorcerers of Caramine by Luke Brady, available at tinyurl.com slash lukebrady. That's L-U-K-E-B-R-A-D-Y. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes a friend of the unfortunate. Enemy of criminals. A mysterious, all-powerful character. A problem to the police. But a crusade of the law. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Off the Rack. Enjoying your coffee? I didn't know you were going to push the button. I was well, like, I I'll did. get a quick sip in before Well, we you didn't. Welcome to Off the Rack, everybody. I'm Sal. I'm Tiffany. Okay, this is the show where we take comics from last week, review them, recap them, tell you what we thought about them, and then recommend the books that are coming out this week we think you should pick up. But it's going to be a little different this week because uh, not only did I only literally read one quarter of one issue from last week, that is Justice League, uh, we also have a bigger conversation to have, and it's more important than the books that came out, I think. Because everybody's talking about them. No one was talking to me about books that came out last week. No one. No one tweeted at me, Facebooked me, Discorded me, so anything. When you said this morning that you're like, let's not, let's not, let's just do this. I think it's a bigger thing. There was actually another level. Yeah, to... a le- well, a level of like, I don't need to catch up because like no one cares about the books. Because I read like almost all of my books. I know. Would you like to talk about them before we get in? No, it's fine. I think you should. Just real quick. Just, yeah. I, I could I... just do a quick like yay or nay to exactly. what I read. Um... So this is going to be a new segment we're calling Tiff's Yay or Nay, <laughs> where you just like talk about <laughs> books that re- that you read this past week uh-huh. and whether or not you recommend them or not. Right. Okay. There's like one book I didn't get a chance to read, which was Lucifer, but I will read that mm-hmm. um so this week i read uh justice league dark yay <laughs> what number uh it's number four this is part three of the witching hour yes total yay okay uh mr and mrs x number four yay all right this is so, so much fun good so much fun um weapon hex from infinity wars eh mm. it's like may it's, may <laughs> B. Yeah, I'm shocked Look, that Weapon Hex, this like wh- this creatively bankrupt just... concept overall, <laughs> re- elicited such a lukewarm response from you. Yeah. Uh, no, this is like, uh, you know what? Like, hey, if you really like X-23 and you just want to see an alternate version of her origins. Like, what if what if uh, X-23 had magic powers? Yeah, it was bizarre. Okay. Bizarre at best. Mm-hmm. Bizarre at best. Um, Fair enough. Thor, number six. Yay. Yeah, I. Uh, it's funny. <laughs> I was like, you weren't reading Thor bef- like too, too much. 
but Jason Aaron had been writing it issue, for years. I know. The issue four of this on, I've been like, yeah, especially with this like random like future plot we're doing right now. Yeah, it's almost like who'd have thought that like okay, so nobody really cares about Thor in love or Thor trying to like make it as a person in in the world. But if we just cut to the future and make Thor into like a straight up god, like god of man. Yeah. And he is fighting cosmic threats yeah. that may actually end the world because it's set in the far-flung future, so who sure, cares? It can. And it already has. Why don't we just do that? The Earth already ended. I really enjoyed this, if nothing else, than to see um, Thor. Like, okay, so Phoenix Wolverine, or Old Man Phoenix, mm-hmm. did not die, comes back, big fight, awesome, crazy. Aaron does a really nice job, in my opinion, of writing Doom because it's like pompous Doom. Mm-hmm. Um and then the phoenix is imbued into Mjolnir. Yes. So then we get to see Phoenix Thunderbird and Thor have the power of like being god, like a, a god and also the phoenix at the same time. Kind awesome. of neat. I, I enjoyed it for totally. me. Totally for me. I, I enjoyed it. And then the last thing I read um, was Marvel Zombie. Yes, Marvel Zombie. Because uh, I singular. Picked, singular. I, I I only picked it up because I was like, hey, Marvel's doing something interesting for Halloween. They're just they're, they're, they're putting actually out a, putting out a book. They're putting out Halloween. A, a Halloween like zombie book is an interesting take on the Marvel Zombie situation. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a a sort of like adorable failure story. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I guess. I mean, that's how a zombie story should be. Like, yeah. It should be, like, futile and frustrating. Yeah, and that's kind of it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of it. Like, it, it is it is futile. Um, futile. Yes. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, and Spider-Man gets to be Spider-Man. Hey, that's rare. He questions the motives of everyone else and the idea of killing zombies when they're trying to find a cure. Cool. Cool. Okay. Overall, fine. Nice. Yes, there you go. Awesome. I well, didn't get a chance to read Justice League The Drowned the... because by the time you came in, I was, I had, like, Two more books to go. Yeah. And then you were like, no. Nah. And I was like, okay, I'll read yeah. those then. So um, those are the books that came out this past no, week. No, that's not all the books. But those so are the ones the books I read. That you read. Uh, and yeah, so, okay. The big the big news is, mm-hmm. uh, which was which started out as who gives a shit and then became a, this probably has bigger ramifications for everything. It's a snowball. Uh, they announced a while, like a couple weeks ago that uh, Iron Fist, after a, a way better season two, I haven't read it, or I haven't watched it, because I didn't like Iron Fist, Mm -hmm. so why would I watch another season of that show? Mm -hmm. Um, Also, uh, we basically did get a season two out of uh, The the Defenders. Yeah, it was very much... Basically just Iron Fist season two, uh, a little shorter, forgivably, and then there's a whole new season in Iron Fist. I heard it's great, and uh, apparently no one else agreed because they didn't watch it, so Netflix canceled it. Or at least that was the, the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Iron Fist canceled. Not really surprising anybody, although disappointing many people because apparently they finally got their druthers, and also Scott Buck wasn't show running the show anymore. Okay. So then, uh, right after, right before Daredevil season three drops, Luke Cage unceremoniously canceled again after a critically acclaimed second season. Mm-hmm. Uh, this came on the heels of a positive second season and uh, some rumors that the people who were involved in Luke Cage. No, I'm sorry. Uh, that that's a, that's me misremembering uh jessica jones is a greenlit for a season three they're in production yes but the person who's a showrunner for season for jessica jones seasons one and two leaving the show not going to do any more seasons so right. okay what does that mean we'll talk about that in a minute but like so luke cage gets canceled and the line according to the people in charge mm-hmm. netflix uh is that uh there were creative differences that uh apparently the writers for the show were butting heads with the showrunners and mm-hmm. with the uh, executives at Netflix and Marvel. And ultimately, uh, it, the whole thing just fell apart. Mm. That it wasn't that, like, Marvel gave the kibosh. It wasn't that, like, uh, 
you know, there was they were taking Luke Cage in directions he shouldn't have gone in. Literally, just Netflix is like, I don't want to deal with this anymore. You're over. Okay. Um, that's the rumor. But what if it's not? And I tweeted about this a couple days ago, where I said these two shows getting canceled like pretty much back to back. And them being kind of hand-in-hand and representative of the Netflix Marvel Universe. That being, like, you know, it's Luke Cage, it's Danny Rand, it's Heroes for Hire, practically. Yeah. Also, everybody kind of agrees that the strongest female characters, not including Jessica Jones, from Marvel, Mm -hmm. overall, belong to the two shows they canceled. Colleen Wing, Misty Knight. Yeah. uh, you know, uh, the night nurse. Yeah. Um, and any number of actually characters that are in that show. But <laughs> I was just going to say, but those two, but like the Daughters of the Dragon series that could have come from that. Yeah. Uh, and or uh, what was the other show that you were suggesting that they would be? You know, I guess it would just be Heroes for Hire. Yeah. Like to do them. Them being Heroes for Hire. Yeah. Uh, but in any case, that uh, the, this, I, I basically speculated, we're probably going to see them all get canceled. Because and, and many people have speculated this as well, because Disney's streaming service is coming. Yeah. Coming 2019. I, be, I don't remember how soon into 2019, but the 2019 date is there. It's firm. And uh, the contract between Marvel and Netflix is over, starting in 2019. Right. And in fact, they've already begun the rollbacks of pulling all the Disney and Marvel properties from Netflix. Any movies, mm-hmm. any, any other shows... Pulled or canceled or removed. Right, right. Um, Netflix has said, they've had a hard line where they're like, the shows that we have, we are happy with, and we are going to cancel them when we damn well want to. I don't buy it. No, and if they have a, contra- a contractual agreement. Yeah, well, if, if, well, and plus, like, it's Disney Marvel, they could be like, well, no, it's over. Yeah. Um, so basically, there have been a lot of speculation from many, many people from certainly from the from you know, from the armchair fan uh, perspective that says they're canceling these shows because they want to pull them onto the Disney streaming service. Which, by the way, I'm going to refer to as Disney Play because that's the rumored title for it, okay. and I don't want to say Disney streaming service every time. Okay, so that's Disney fair. Play <laughs> is what I'm going to refer to it for now. You don't want to say DWS? DWS? No, I don't. DS squared. Jeez. We could DWS is fine with me. No, or it's Disney fine. Play. Yeah. Um. Okay. Now. So, so like. I could see like in the background of all of this, Disney and Netflix making a deal, being like, okay, you can hang on to characters like you can do shows about Daredevil and Punisher. Mm-hmm. Because we're never gonna do that. Yeah. But that's the rumor, because I know that according to the Disney executives and the people who are in charge of, the, of Disney Play, mm-hmm. they have said that there will be nothing above PG-13 on Disney Play. Right. So I could see them being like, in that case, hang on to these two sets. I mean, like, you could technically do, I wouldn't necessarily be like, oh boy, but a PG-13 Iron Fist and Luke Cage. Yeah. You can make that work. Absolutely. It's really, really hard to make a PG-13... Punisher? Punisher. Yes, I've seen at least one movie that was PG-13 with Punisher, and it failed miserably. Right? Uh, That being said, it can be done, it's just I don't want it to be. Mm. I don't want to watch a Punisher that's PG-13. That being said, also, I've been reading Punisher books that are PG-13 since his creation. It wasn't until, like... Basically, the Max line was mm-hmm. developed. We saw an actual R-rated Punisher. But for the most part, Punisher had to be 
approved by the comics code. So the Punisher you know and love, although actually in this world, the Punisher you know and love has been informed entirely by the Max line, Ennis's Welcome Back Frank, yeah. and everything after that. Right. Now, see, and, and this is where hopefully they would look at this in terms, it's going to really sound weird, but in right. terms of greed, mm -hmm. in the sense where it's like, we can't make this show on our streaming service, but I'd still like to make money from this property. I mean, like, listen, I'm down for that. But that's that's one of, I think, a few possibilities, and we should go down those roads and right. explore the possibilities of yeah. what this means, what it could mean, and then ultimately, at the end of it, I want to say what we want it to mean, right. where, we, where we would prefer them to go. Okay. Because a lot of people have been asking for my opinion. I'm sure they've been asking for yours as well, but like where we want it to go and why they're doing these things and what could possibly come of them. Okay. So I thought we'd do it in kind of like a show format so we could just get it out of the open. Because so, it's harder to do than 160 here characters. Here we are. So here we are. This is the show. Um, so, okay. Uh, there's a number of options. The first of which is everybody is saying exactly what they mean and you're never going to see an Iron Fist or Luke Cage or Defender show again. Those shows are over. Right. It's just like... They're it's not, just... They're, they're canceled. Not working. Yeah. So... It's that's, over. That's like weirdly, I think the lowest percentage. Right. Like the one that no one believes is the one they're telling you, which is that Iron Fist is canceled, Luke Cage is canceled, Defenders, no one officially says it's canceled, but everyone has been saying, everyone in the know, everyone on the periphery, everybody within Netflix has been saying that there's been no rumblings of a Netflix show. Right. Uh, or a Defender show. By the way, quick aside about the Defender show the Defenders being canceled is asinine. Because for me, there is no Defender show. And you said this earlier as well. There is no Defender show. There's just these shows crossing over. Yeah, it's just a special. But it's like, well, what, did they cancel that awesome Full House Family Matters show where Steve Urkel helped tutor? The, you know, like, no, that's not a show. That's just crossing over properties. It's crossover, yeah. So Defenders was eight episodes of all those shows at once. Yeah, that's like canceling um, Avengers versus Justice League. Right, the book. Yeah, you can't cancel that. That's just that's just a, that's, that's just happened. That's just them crossing it's just over. Just happened. Right. Uh, so it, it, for me, defenders can happen at any point as long as there's one Marvel Netflix right. show, and it can legitimately happen with almost any characters because yeah. the defenders has never really been a set team. No, in fact, it has been, and it's never been those characters until it was, and then Bendis had to do a right. series. Right. Well, about I mean, it. like that, the defenders team, like much like the justice or not justice, like the Avengers it has often changed Rotated. its roster. Big you time. You know, depending oh, on. Who needed to be on a team? <laughs> yeah. Well, and whoever was writing the book wanted them on a team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, but for me, it's like Defenders could come back if they just decided, you know, we really only need 10 episodes of Daredevil. The last three episodes of Daredevil are going to be the Defenders. Like, yeah. It's going to be that, like, the climax is that, like, Matt can't handle it, so he calls everybody. Sure. Like, and that's your Defenders show. Yeah. And that's all anybody really wants. Like, no one wants. A 16-hour-long Defender show anymore. They well, did when it was coming. I know I certainly talked about how great it was and how much I wanted it. And in fact, I still do because I yeah. liked Defenders. But since, by and large, people didn't like it or they were disappointed by it, how about a two-hour Defender show that's just literally a two-parter or a three-parter right. from the shows that are in there? Right. I mean, like, yes. Right. So the, the, the potential is that everyone's being on the up-and-up, those shows are canceled, and they're done. Yeah. And basically, we're going to see... More, we're going to be disappointed more and more as these roll out. Netflix and, and Marvel no longer have a relationship, so obviously since that's over, we're only. It's not like they're going to make more shows. You're not going to see more Netflix Marvel shows. The, yeah. the, the that aforementioned and fabled Moon Knight show everybody wanted. 
Mm-mm. First of all, I heard Feige talking about how he wanted to make a movie out of it, so that's the end of that. If any, if Feige wants anything, he's not going to give it to the shows because yeah. apparently there's a really bad blood between Ike Perlmutter, who runs Marvel and has influence over the shows, which is why the Inhumans movie, when he got kicked because they got Spider-Man, moved to TV and then became garbage. And <laughs> also, apparently, that like Loeb is just kind of like twisting in the wind. Jeff Loeb's in charge of right. TV, so he's just kind of like, I'm in charge of these things. If I let them go over to you, I'm not in charge. I don't get a check anymore. And I gotta tell you, like, I'm a little like disappointed that Feige does have interest in Moon Knight. I know people are gonna be like, but a Moon Knight movie. No, but like, I agree. Yeah, but like the. Especially, I'd love to see Daredevil hanging out with Spider-Man. The amount of character development that we've achieved by having the Daredevil show versus having a Daredevil movie, uh, I think is really works well for his character. And I think it would work really well for Moon Knight. Because Moon Knight's got a lot going on, and I think it's a lot easier to have that be over eight, nine, ten hours, as opposed to being like a two-hour movie. Yeah, just cram all of Moon Knight into two hours. Yeah. I don't think people can stomach it. And because the Netflix shows are a darker tone you have more potential to make Moon Knight actually true to form. Yeah. And to have different versions of Moon Knight, all of which are dark. Yeah. Um, I actually think that Punisher, great season, I loved it. One of my top three favorite Netflix shows. Mm -hmm. I think it could have been a movie if Disney was like, we're going to put it out, we're going to kick it over to one of our other satellite like studios that Mm -hmm. makes R-rated movies or PG or a hard PG-13, but mostly R. Yeah. Because like, I loved Punisher. I thought every minute of it was great. You could have distilled the whole damn thing into th- into two and a half hour movie, okay, or a ninety minute movie that's right. a little bit more. Well, base. and like, not that the Punisher doesn't have depth. No, but like but the Punisher style, is reaction. Yeah, his style of like of of like show yeah. lends itself. But that's why I'm saying, yeah. like Punisher, you could have been like, instead of a Punisher show, we're gonna kick that over to Feige. He's gonna yeah. actually, and he's gonna kick that over to like a really hungry, gritty, you know, dark director who's gonna mm-hmm. make this kind of like a Marvel Knights like they did before they had a cinematic universe. Uh, Marvel used to make... Marvel tried to do this thing where they're like, when, the, when, we make, when we make darker movies, we'll call the Marvel Knights. Right. So, like, Ghost Rider was a Marvel Knight, Punisher was a Marvel Knight, and then they were canceled. Right, right, right. But uh, but you could have made that that way, where it's like, yeah. it is technically part of the MCU. You know, Iron Man's never going to show up to this. Right. So get over it. Uh, before we get into the next possibility, <laughs> yeah, like, there have been a bunch of super chats, as Tiffany pointed out, and we should get into them, so uh, bear with us. Thank you, Jake Stanley. Uh, I have to go see Halloween, so I'll miss the show. Here's some money. Thank you, Jake. Oh, thanks, Enjoy Jake. the movie. Uh, yeah, I cannot wait to see it. There's so many movies out that I literally really want to see. Yeah. We gotta go. We have to go to the movies. Uh, Justin Beckford. Yay, Tiffany, for the save. I read all my books. It was a good week. I agree. But I'm still here for your content, so keep on keeping well, on. thank you, Justin. I thought it was also... I, for me, it was a good week. I know... Yeah. It wasn't but, my kind of week. No, it wasn't. But, like, last week, I had very little mm-hmm. for myself. So, like, it's been, like, every other week for me, which is, like, great, but it's also really hard no, on the it's, wallet. It's true. To see the total for this week as opposed to stretching it out, I'm like, ooh. Yeah. No, it's tough. Ooh. <laughs> uh, Pricey8040, yay. Uh, or, yeah, Heroes for Higher Show, maybe, please. We'll get into that because I do want to talk about it, but I don't want to. I don't. I. I don't want to do it now and then have to retread. But it's coming. Uh, Sam Anderson, corporate synergy by Marvel Netflix. Cryface, yeah, I. I, I that's where we are. Uh, Vincent Brown, do you guys think the long run, uh, the Netflix? Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Preston Bryant. Don't most teams usually have a rotating roster? Uh, yes. A every, lot. Of, yeah. Every super team has had a rotating roster. 
anyone who tells you different is lying to you unless you're talking about the Fantastic Four and even then they rotated out their roster so like literally kind of. everybody no I mean like the FF like the, or the F4 right uh, but I was gonna say the majority of the time it's, it's not like it's Reed Sue and, and yeah and it's not like with the Avengers where it's just like it doesn't who, like, who's not selling books yeah <laughs> put them on a team and call the Avengers because that book sells this amount every month yeah uh Vincent Brown, uh, do you guys think the long run the Netflix shows were a bad idea? There are so many characters that can't be used in uh, movies and no crossovers. Uh, no, I don't think it's a, good, a bad idea because no. they were never going to do it anyway. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, might they have made a Daredevil movie? Sure. Yeah. But were they going to make a Jessica Jones movie? No. Were they going to make a Luke Cage or, or Iron Fist movie? No. Probably not. No, they were not. And Punisher was probably also not going to be made just because of the fact that Disney was involved. Yeah. And so unless they had the thought to move it over, which they probably wouldn't have without Netflix, because Netflix is the one that showed them that Darker can work. Yeah. I don't think that we would have seen these characters hit the light of day unless it was in a way that we wouldn't have been like on board for. Right. So, like, yes. Does it suck that they can't play with each other even within the same company? Yeah, yeah it, it does. But, like, at least it's not... Like, Daredevil has his own separate movie over here and he can't play with them. Yeah. Daredevil has a whole world that he exists in. Yes. And within that world, there are a number of characters that also have their own stories and that are, that are fun to see. Right, right, right. Uh, Darian M., where would you rate Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in terms of Marvel shows? Somewhere towards the back. Yeah. Uh, I loved this show. Mm -hmm. Then I stopped. Then I started liking it some more. And I think we're there's another season that they've been greenlit for yeah they didn't expect to get it so this season should have been pretty much they, they they were planning to end yeah so i'm excited actually to finish it because i would like to see where they thought they were going to stop right but my interest in it completely died okay and it's mostly because of marvel it's marvel's fault yeah no i agree with that um it really just comes down to um liking a couple of the actors yeah like i want to see more colson yeah clark gregg is a is a charismatic charming actor right and so, so like i like the idea of supporting him yes that doesn't mean i'm like totally on board for the show no. but like and who doesn't love ming na wen i love ming na wen i really do like, and giving her a check every week is yes great. yes um like but i really i like especially those two like their interactions just like the the you know the charisma they have with one another mm -hmm. um but clark gregg i think unfortunately got an unfair shake yes. in the Avengers movie. <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing. Uh, if you are part of a Whedon story, you are probably going to die. Right. And uh, at are, least he got to come well, back. It's not even just that. It's like, are you in a Whedon story? Yes. Are you a fan favorite character yeah. who is uh, quiet and not necessarily integral to everything? Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, honey. Well, then that's the end of you. You're going to be an example. Yeah. Uh, but I do, like, I like the idea. The more that Marvel desperately tried to distance themselves from the shows and the more, like, like cheeky and like in my face about it they got the less i had interest in it yeah like the more that i heard like jeff Loeb go whenever he did an interview every time you read an interview with jeff Loeb, he's always like a dick about it and it's really annoying okay where jeff Loeb is just like i read an interview just recently maybe a couple weeks ago where he was talking about it and like the whole thing felt really sarcastic and very tongue-in-cheek and every time anyone asks about like whether it references anything else he goes i know we're supposed to say it's all connected but you know and i'm like you're the one who invented the hashtag it's all connected you dick don't, like, make fun of me for, for aping off of what you suggested. Don't make fun of me for believing you. Yeah. Like, oh, you fools. <laughs> That's like... Did you really think that a movie studio that makes, like, 
one and a half to two movies a year was really not going to be able to work with this show that like could, that has 18 out of 32 dud episodes. You could easily just go, eh, fr-, like, screw it. We're going to take another mid-season break, go down to Atlanta, shoot a freaking crossover, and then be done with it. Like, it's, I, I, I understand there's many logistics involved. I have friends in the industry who would say, yes, that's possible, and no, that's impossible. Somewhere in between, you can make that happen. Maybe once. Yeah. The best thing that happened recently in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was there was a little thing about Daredevil in like a news bar. I was yeah. like, hey, yeah. at least Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is connected to the to the Netflix show. By the way, where's the Coulson cameo in the Netflix shows? Yeah. Total missed opportunity. That would be incredible. But we're never going to see that. No. Uh, NB Gleason, Tiffany, will there be a hack and splash edition of back issues for Boku no Hero Academia or any Transformers or Big Hero 6 on back issues? I would say one of those will yes. probably happen. I'd say definitely one of Wink. those. Wink. I'm not going to say which one. Ben, wink. Ben I didn't even wink on that wink. I just wink. said wink. Wink. I'll actually open my eyes wider. Ben Bastion. Uh. Sal, what do you think about Nick Spencer's Spider-Man run? Should I keep buying it? And what do you think of the Spider-Man Far From Home suit? P.S. You guys rock. Oh, P.S. Thank, thank you very much. Um, I think it's fine. It has an opportunity to turn. We'll see. I like it. I'm not in love with it. Okay. That's you okay. know, like, JMS's first jump into spider-man for me i was yeah, yeah. i was sold first right. issue i keep having to be sold on right the, on nick spencer spider-man it doesn't i don't hate it and i don't think that nick spencer doesn't get peter parker right and i also don't think he like actively is trying to make him look like an asshole for some reason as opposed to previous institutions of spider-man writers so i'm happy with it i'm just happy it's at least readable yeah like and that there's no like vitriol in between the panels. Like, I don't feel like someone's spitting on the page right, every time right, they, right, they, right. they hand it in. So I do dig it. The Far From Home suit is fine. Uh, people are saying that's kind of like an homage to Ditko's first image of Spider-Man because right. it's black. As I recall, the cover's actually done by Jack Kirby, so it's really more of a Jack Kirby homage. That being said, black and red is always awesome. I envied the neighboring school district because their team was black and red, and ours is orange and blue. Mm-hmm. Like, orange and blue sucks. Right? Black and red is way cooler. That being said, I do miss the spider logo on the back. I love that spider logo. Yeah. With fat spider little squat legs. That's my spider back. When they debuted Spider-Man's suit and he flipped over in the Captain America Civil War trailer, I saw it. I'm like, oh my God, they're finally doing it. Right. As opposed to like, ooh, it's a jagged spider. Right, right, right. Yeah, you know, spiders are creepy and gross. Like, you know what? You know what's never been creepy and gross? Spider-Man. So, like, I get you want to go with, like, spiders, but, like, whatever. It was the same reaction I had when, in the 90s, they changed the logo from, like, a Superman kind of font mm-hmm. to a jagged, yeah. yeah, which actually was just the logo from the cartoon show. And yes. Like, the cartoon show is very popular. Do it like that. Yeah. But, like, no. So, I like it, but I wish they kept the things I like about it. Okay. Also, I wouldn't get attached to it. Right. Okay. There was one more super chat. Do you want to do that one before sure. we go uh, to the next yeah. part of the conversation? Question Medston, how long until we see a rebooted D- Daredevil... Luke, Luke Cage, Cage, Iron Fist, Fist, Jessica Jones, Punisher, in the official MCU, along with the Scarlet Witch and Loki series, supposedly coming to the app. Let's talk about that. Now, here's another potential scenario that could be as a result of the sudden and unceremonious cancellations of good shows on Netflix mm-hmm. that also feature prominent Marvel characters who also feature actors, not including Finn Jones, who are actually movie-level quality, uh, like Mike Coulter, mm-hmm. who's actually been in movies, and he's really good, and I also right. love Nick, like Luke Cage. Um the uh, here's the consp- here and each one I think that the the, the tinfoil hat gets bigger so like let's start <laughs> no, with the it first get one tighter yeah it should get tighter <laughs> and, then, and then the real idea is starting to squeeze out of my face so this idea is 
that these shows are being canceled because they're the first ones that Disney wants to put on the streaming service. Or that they are, like, trying to get your attention by making it work. And the fact that, like, Luke Cage and Iron Fist were canceled practically in the same breath yeah. is a big indication that Heroes for Hire is the next on the on the. Yeah, document. it's just like, it's not like they were like, okay, we're going to cancel Iron Fist and Jessica Jones. It's like, well, those two characters don't have a whole hell of a lot of crossover. No, and they don't have a lot of chemistry. wouldn't work. So, okay, that sucks. Yeah. The fact they killed Luke Cage and Iron Fist, who every time they talked about season two of either show, everyone went, what? Just do a combo show yeah. and just split the plots between the two shows. Who doesn't want to see, like, you could easily do an episode or two where Luke, like, ditches Danny and then goes to Harlem and deals with Black, Black Mariah. Sure. You can do any number of things mm-hmm. where that works. Why did they insist on doing those season twos? That's fair. That's a fair question that I certainly asked. Yeah. But maybe they're finally getting to that, where they're like, yeah. okay, you know what? That was a mistake. Maybe we should just hedge our bets and consolidate our money and put these two characters in one show together. Right, right. And, and it doesn't hurt, sorry, not to interrupt, no, but it doesn't hurt to pg 13 Iron Fist and Luke Cage. No, and that's what I'm saying. Like, those two are, are easy to pull over and do that. Yes. The ones that they've left so far, a little more difficult. Yeah, and you only, can... And you've actually told the most difficult story for Jessica Jones already in season one. Yeah, so you could actually put Jessica Jones into, those, into the MCU prop, because here's the thing. The Disney Play app... Mm-hmm is using or is intending to use characters and actors from the MCU. Mm-hmm. And it has seemingly no correlation with the with the Marvel TV universes and mm-hmm. and showrunners and executives. So as a result, you're seeing rumors about there being like a Loki show, which I don't know if I've ever had. I've never wanted a Loki show, but I would watch it because who doesn't love well, Tom Hiddleston? Yeah, well, it's not just that, but they know yeah. who some of their fan base well, is. And true. they're reaching out very specifically to them. Yes, and the other one is a Scarlet Witch show, which is like, okay, sure, fine. Which is fine because that tackles um, one of the things that they're missing, which even though we're not really certain where her powers fall in terms of magic v not magic, yeah. they could potentially go that route and that fills in another gap that they've yet to address within yes. the um like series that aren't movie like not in the non-movie arena basically. right uh so it would be great to see heroes for hire rebrand if if our options are there's no more iron fist and there's no more luke cage or we get iron fist and luke cage in a heroes for hire show but it's on disney play i'll take that deal yeah that's i mean like yes you know yes. why i'll take that deal why not just because i get a heroes for hire show yeah because then Luke Cage can lead the new Avengers in the next movie. That's true. Like, the and by movie... lead, I mean he'll be on it. Right, possibly. Depending on how the... Who's in charge of the app? Oh, Disney, Marvel. Like, Feige's in okay. charge of those things. That's I don't know. If, cool. I don't, Feige's not in charge of the app. But, like, Jon Favreau is making The Mandalorian show, which I believe is directly for the app. It's a Star Wars okay. show. Okay. So, like, it's all the movie people. Right, right, right. Okay. So, yeah. And then, in terms of jessica jones let's say like you know in a couple weeks they're like jessica jones is also canceled it's also canceled um they could either not make give her another show right because that's obviously a possibility depending on i I heard some people weren't a huge fan of the second season yes i i didn't watch it no i've been very busy but also like i don't like i i loved the first season so much and i'm kind of like oh i kind of it's hard to go up from there yeah Um, and as and as i've heard they did right right but um they could also just use her as, like, 
a character in the other shows. Right. She's, she's a she's a she's a detective. She's a yeah, private investigator. Exactly. Like it's like it's not that you just change the show over and you just call it Alias. Right. Investigations. Exactly. And Which is just, what it should be called in the first place. Show right. On, on the app. Yeah. That'd be great. Um, and I understand they are working on season three. We, we oh, talked no, no. about that, that we already. Know. That we know, We're but that doesn't like, mean... doesn't mean that, the show isn't canceled. Right. Like, just because they're finishing it up now, because technically Netflix still has the contract, doesn't mean afterwards Disney's not going to be like, yoink. Yeah, take. exactly. No, everything that's be- is in the middle of production is probably still going to get made because yeah. money was spent. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's Jess. And uh, Punisher, yeah. he's got season two that's almost being... I think that's almost done being filmed. Right. Um, but again... I wouldn't be surprised if Punisher was the first one we heard get canceled next, or Daredevil. Yeah, and like, okay, I feel like it would be, and I hate to say it, but I almost feel like it would be Daredevil over Punisher. I'm sure it costs more to make a Daredevil show than a Punisher Well, it's show. not just that, but it's like, first of all, I'm sure Netflix would fight to keep Daredevil, because mm-hmm. they know that that's the one everybody wants. I, yeah, I, I, think, but, I think Netflix knows the fight's over. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, they would try, but I think with the Punisher, Disney would be more than willing to just be like, and as an olive branch, right? You may keep the Punisher. Yeah. And Netflix is like, yeah, because we know you're not going to do anything. Exactly. With it. And it's like, well, then fine, we'll just make the the most hardest hitting Punisher series that we can make, and we just won't use Karen Page because we won't be able to anymore. Right. Well, you know, and no spoilers about season three. I have no idea what's going on because we haven't finished. No, 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 no. It, but so. you know what I mean, like. But yeah, we won't use any other Netflix shows that, like, characters. Anything that was involved or any like entanglement will have to be removed, yep. and you're just making a Punisher show, and that's it. You can only use Punisher characters and characters that we're not utilizing anywhere else. Yeah. But, like, I could see them doing that only because, like, it it gives, like, it's, like, this weird, like, good PR for them where they're just like, no, but see, we... Can, we like, do work with other... We, we, we can work with ourselves, and we can work with other, with other studios, like, even ones that we're deliberately trying to go, like, to bankrupt because we're competing directly with them. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing. Like, the why behind all of this, there's... Mm-hmm. I don't... I don't want it necessarily, but I understand it. Yeah. Like, I get why they're doing this. Why are they doing it? And like, and I only say that because it's like, we could share our profits or like whatever payment it is that they have to give to mm-hmm. Netflix or however that works yeah. necessarily, whatever part of it that they get, they could give it to them. Mm-hmm. Or they could say, wait a minute, this is my stuff. Yeah. I'm, Why would I do that? I'm Disney. I, I have all these people who yeah. know how to do these things on their own. Right. And we bought Fox, which means we own Hulu. So we have a distribution method already. Right? So it's like, why would I do this when I could be making that money myself? And yeah. if I make my own streaming service, mm-hmm. then I'm making money for that too? Yeah. Plus, I spent like tens of billions of dollars for one studio already. Yeah. And I kind of really need to start making more money again. Also, we found out that Star Wars doesn't make nearly as much money as we thought it, we did. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, it kind of makes sense. Right. I don't like it because, like, I like the quality that Netflix produces. Yes. Um, yep. But I, I sort of understand it in a right. way. And it's like, yeah, obviously you're going to do that. Obviously you're yeah. going to do that. You know, like, you're the people who invented the idea of, like, putting movies out for a certain amount of time before pulling them back so that, like, you created a want and a need for them. Yes. Like, that's the what Disney you vault. do. Yes. Mm-hmm. You also destroyed the uh, American copyright system. So we, <laughs> we get that you are unscrupulous about, about penny pinching. Yeah. Um, so that's another possibility. Um, further down the rabbit hole we go, we're going to get into more things that are like, that the ca- that the chat's going to be like, oh, that's never going to happen. And it's like, yeah, I know. That's why we're talking about it. Yeah, it's just... So let's jump into some uh, super chats before okay. we do that. Woohoo! Uh, Ali Al-Zaida, or Z- Ziyadi, 
Sorry. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio has said that he wants to be in a Spider-Man movie. Also, what are the best villains in the Netflix shows? I also have been echoing this with D'Onofrio. Uh, we actually, last year, made a video called Kingpin Homecoming, in which we were like, please, yeah. please put D'Onofrio in these movies. Uh, he, you know, he doesn't need... He's not making that Daredevil all the time. Put him in the movies. Yeah. Like, he's a, he's a, he's a Hollywood actor. Mm -hmm. He's hungry to be in these movies and you, there's never been a better time to make Kingpin work as a Spider-Man villain like he does expertly in the Ultimate Universe than now. Yeah. Please do it. Yeah. Especially now that you're setting up in, in the new Spider-Man Far From Home movies. Uh, now. He's going to be connected with Nick Fury and I, stuff. So I like, agree oh. and I desperately want to see that happen but I could also see Marvel being like yeah but Spider-Man is still Sony's and I don't want to share this. Right. I mean, like... You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, but they like, also really wanted him. So, I know. Like, they, pay, they, paid, they paid to get him. Right. Right? So, like, we've got him. And here's the other thing. I remember, this is a, this is a very big aside. It could actually be its own show. Okay. But people were asking me about Spider-Man, and they're like, well, I mean, Spider-Man's going to go back to Sony pretty, pretty soon. And I'm like, is he? Or is it more like, no, that's never going to happen. And Sony's just going to have to, like, keep making Venom movies and peripheral Venom movies. Or, like, I, I don't know. And I don't know how movie studios work in that regard. And, like, for the most part, neither does most people. No, it's true. But, uh, but tell me when I'm wrong. My but, like, fear would just be that Marvel would be like, I don't want to share D'Onofrio. Right, but, like, you're still... already sharing him with Netflix. Right, but, like, at least they're the ones commissioning the Daredevil series. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. a, an arm of their company is directly in charge of that, mm -hmm. as opposed to working with Sony. Yes, and in, in that they could be like, yeah, this could help out make the make help those movies succeed even more so. Mm -hmm. But do I want to help Sony to succeed even more so? Right. And I don't know if and that, like, actually, that could just. I don't the, know if that even, that even helps Sony really. Right. Right. But uh, I want it, and I, just I hope it happens. I don't want it. I, no, I know. I'm not saying that I don't. Not want surprised it. by why it's not happening. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. And the best villains of the Netflix shows are uh, Kingpin, and they were Cottonmouth and, and Purple, Purple Man. Man. <laughs> uh, those were the best. Yeah. Um, as it stands, you know, like I, I don't know if. Uh, oh, what's her name? The little lady from the hand. Oh yeah, Madame Gao. Thank you, Madame Gao. I love Madame Gao. I know she's very cool. I just, just that quiet mm -hmm. grandmotherly. Powerful villain. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. For the most part, there have been fewer duds, I think, in the villain arena for Netflix than there were in the movies. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, they keep killing them, so stop it. <laughs> uh, we're also on, we're also uh, one episode into Daredevil season three, so I haven't seen Bullseye in action, mm -hmm. but Bullseye is a perfect villain. I really, really hope it works out. I think he, I think he is. Yeah. So we'll see. But uh, I would, I would be, I'm quick to say that Bullseye will be on my top as well. Mm -hmm. um, Darian M, Agent Shield's been pretty cool. Uh, it had a pretty cool Age, uh, Age of Ultron tie-in, but nothing since. We know. Yeah. Um, and Vincent Brown, have you guys watched any of Daredevil season three? We've seen one single episode. And yeah, and to watch the rest I actually it. had to catch up, so that was like really cool about waiting. Yep. Uh, this is a show, by the way, that I've been saying for a year or so. I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, this is great, but like Daredevil season three, though. And everyone's like, I don't know. I'm kind of done with Daredevil. I'm like, yeah, well, yeah. wait until it comes out. And sure yeah. enough, blew up. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, no. Because that's what I want. And right. so if they cancel, if they cancel Daredevil, when they cancel Daredevil, because I think they're all getting canceled. I think 
inevitably they're all gonna do they're all gonna be done in a year i'm telling you I, i'm still holding out that they're gonna let the punisher stay there i know i oh. hope they do and i only say that just because disney wouldn't mind making that extra cash yeah and they're not responsible for it then right then that's marvel's punisher on netflix yeah and whatever happens there they're like we didn't make that right see. i don't know but uh i i, I love it all and i want to see it succeed I think Charlie Cox is so good as Daredevil he is. that if they cancel Daredevil, I hope they make him into a movie. Like, uh, yeah. I think, and I, here's here's why. Uh, the first three seasons of Daredevil have been fantastic. Yeah. And everyone's been, and, and so many people complained about season two. I don't care. I loved Elektra. I yeah. think she was great. She was, she was a Young, very different style of crazy. My kind of crazy. And not like that kind of crazy. <laughs> I mean like my kind of like, oh, I've seen this kind of crazy before. She's so good. She's yeah. really good mm -hmm. when she's given a chance to act as opposed to in Defend Defenders where she's mostly a zombie. Right. <laughs> but like, but she's really, really great. Mm -hmm. I loved all every season of that show. If they were like, there isn't any more Daredevil show, but we'll start making MCU Daredevil movies. Yeah. I'm fine with that. And I'm fine with that because we've told enough Daredevil stories, I think. Like, we could do six more seasons of shows. And they would sure. all be really, and they could all be really cool. Especially if we were like, hey, let's, let's out Matt Murdock. Let's, let's do the whole, like, Daredevil in prison thing. Let's, let's cross over the Punisher again. We'll do all this, like, really cool stuff. We'll do all the Bendis, all the Brubaker stuff. Yeah. We'll do the Mark Wade run. Like, we'll do all these things. That's fine. But if they, but the reality of that happening is so slim. Mm. and the potential for them making a Daredevil movie with everyone from the show because everyone is a movie caliber actor mm -hmm. is more likely I'm fine with that okay. especially if we can maybe make a Marvel Knights movie one day yeah and I think here's the thing it's gonna be it would be a really weird place for them to be if they were like okay we got, we canceled Daredevil. We're not going to do anything with it. We will make a movie. Yes. What do you do? Do you right. reboot? Because it's like, or do no, you? No. And that's and the other that's thing. And that's the problem. That's what we're getting with. Like, that's the next potential Because thing. it's like, then, like, Marvel Disney's going to have to sit down and go like, what percentage of individuals who are moviegoers watch Netflix mm -hmm. and know the story we already told right. versus the percentage that are just moviegoers and we might alienate with that. Yeah. And then, in that case, is it better off to not do a Daredevil movie and instead incorporate them into another movie where it's just like, you can hint at a background or whatever, like you would mm -hmm. when you're doing like a team movie or like yeah. have someone show up and let them go and watch those shows, which we don't necessarily want them to do because we'd rather watch have them watch our shows. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like once those shows are canceled, they're going to suddenly roll into the Netflix or in, into the Disney Play app. Right. Hmm. Okay, we're back. There was a little bit of hiccup. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think there, but I think those Netflix shows will either be available on Blu-ray through Disney, or they will go onto the onto the streaming app. Right, and that could be, but you know when what I mean. Over. Like, but that would be such a bizarre place for them to be. I agree. It's just like you have these characters that you've already built up, especially with your Devil, three seasons plus the Defenders. Yeah, we've got a lot of story and we've got a lot of character development that mm -hmm. we need to recap. You're absolutely right about it being kind of like hard to get into for layman's. Yes, but Daredevil is a concept. That you could, they don't care. Like, <laughs> hmm. you know, there's an Ant Man two. You know, nobody, nobody was was concerned about the context for Ant Man season two. And in fact, I remember reading, watching a video, I should say, in which, who was it? Some actor who was like, I didn't know. It was Michael Douglas when he was making Ant Man two. Mm -hmm. He's like, I didn't know I had to see 
the Captain America movie to know what the hell happened. So I was confused about everything. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, Dad, thanks for being in my Marvel movie. Right. Uh, but also, like, Marvel didn't care that Michael Douglas needed context. Right. And didn't expect him to not know. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? So, I like, understand. And Daredevil, like, you just open the show, you open the movie with a little thing that's like, he's a kid who got his eyes, blah, he's gone through some shit. Like... <laughs> Yeah, no, I understand. You know what I mean? But I there mean, is there is a difference between missing, um, like three seasons of a show and like <laughs> a one and one multi million dollar blockbuster film. Yeah. Yes, I agree. <laughs> it can be done. I agree. I I just I would be concerned honestly that they would make the wrong choice, which would be to reboot. Yes, and that's the other potential that could happen. So let's get into that. Sure. Which, they, rebooting which, a show? Oh no, I mean like so. Disney is like, okay, everything's out, so we pull everything from Mar- from Netflix. Mm-hmm. The, all the shows eventually are canceled. They make season four or they make season three of Jessica Jones that comes out. Mm-hmm. We make season three of Daredevil that's done. Make season two of Punisher that's done. Mm-hmm. And then and and anybody anytime anybody's like, are they going to cross over and everything? They play coy. They say nothing. Those shows are then immediately canceled. Every single show comes out. They do a little bit of promotion, and then the shows are canceled. Yeah. Then they go, the shows that you like will be available on Disney Play. Uh, they will be edited, of course, because so, a couple of like things that we didn't like that wouldn't work on this app will be in like you know they're not going to work in this app. Right. So either they won't be on the streaming service at all, or they'll be available. Albeit edited. Now, and that's my question, though, is who owns those at the end of the day? I think Marvel does, because I think Marvel commissioned them. Okay. I think the idea is that they're Marvel's shows that Netflix produced. The fact that Netflix can cancel the shows means that Netflix has control over them, but I don't know. I know that Jeff Loeb produces them, so Jeff Loeb... Yeah. And Jeff Loeb is not a, an employee of Netflix, so I think Marvel produces the shows. I think they're their shows. I think the money comes from Marvel. Right. That being said, the worst case scenario is that basically the shows are unceremoniously canceled. Disney has no interest in promoting them because they don't make them any money after the market. And then they just decide, oh, hey, you know, be cool. Like since Chris Evans is done and Robert Downey Jr. is done and Chris Hemsworth's done. And oh, crap. Sony actually gave us more of a hard time because Venom 2 made more money than Venom 1, even though shame on everybody for making Venom make any money at all. Mm-hmm. But... uh. Sony's giving us a hard time, so we're losing Spider-Man again. Mm-hmm. I don't expect it to happen, by the way. I'm just saying that's a worst-case scenario. We're talking right. about a doomsday future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> we're like, you know what? Maybe we should make some more street-level characters. We can't get Spider-Man back. We'll make a Daredevil movie. Uh, and we don't want to confuse people with that long-standing show, so let's just reboot. And we'll reboot them all. Yeah. That would suck. It would. Because I like what those people have been doing. I like the direction those shows have been going in. Yeah. I like the development of those characters. And I especially like the actors who portray them. Mm. And I'm a stickler for actors being in the roles they were supposed to be in. Like, yeah. I'm the only one who's like, Jim Rhodes should have been Terrence Howard. It really sucks. <laughs> now, he was a real dick and he was begging for money. And I think that sucks. Yeah. And so, yeah, like, yeah. You're un- you know, you deserve your termination. But, like, it's weird. It looks weird. And I think Terrence Howard would have done a better job. Like, that being said, I also think that... Edward Norton would have made Marvel very... If he didn't leave after the Hulk movie, Mm -hmm. Marvel would have canned him because he would have been too much of a pain in the ass. Yeah, no, I hear he's a little... He could be a little difficult. We would have been like, okay, let's do a lot of rewrites. Oh my God. The the day that Edward Norton shows up for for the cast reading for Avengers 1, 
He goes, I'm going to need to see that. Yeah. And Whedon, of course, would be like, are you freaking serious? And the two of them would just have a huge dick measuring contest. Yeah. And then, like, oh, man. Actually, Edward Norton being the Hulk in the Avengers movie could have resulted in, like, the entire collapse of the Avengers movie. Because, mm-hmm. like, Whedon would have walked. Ah! Anyway. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. No, so I mean, let's like, jump into some Super Chats. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. I was just going to say, like, though, yeah, in terms of, like, um, reboots. Like, reboots are always rough. Yes. The fact is, like, if if they did it, it would just be... To make it their own thing. Yeah. And, like, they more than likely would just kick everybody out. Yeah. Yeah. Just they, they would end it all. Just because they could. Yep. Uh, all right. Here we go. All right. So, um, Elijah Colbert, or Colbert. <laughs> uh, Marvel said Iron Fist will live on. Thoughts? Yes. Uh, when they canceled the show, Marvel Netflix released a teaser image that said, like, Nothing ever ends, or, or Iron Fist will will live on. And then when Luke Cage was canceled, they had a teaser image that said "Always move forward," which is his mantra. Yeah. That it was a Marvel Netflix one. It was it was Netflix's post, of, okay. like in response to the cancellation announcements. Right. It could be that Elijah is hinting at one of our potential options, which is that they were moving them. That the shows will be going to the other streaming right. service, and hopefully will have new life. And maybe if they do really well, because the the other thing is, you know, Disney Disney Play uh, doesn't have like a big roster of shows yet. It just has like whatever Fox makes, which is is, is substantial, but like that's on new. That's really on Hulu. Are they going to incorporate like Bob's Burgers and shit over to like the Disney Play service? Right. When they're talking about like convincing you to spend anywhere between eight and fifteen dollars a month. I better get some high quality original programming, especially yeah. if you're going to compete with Netflix, which makes new shows every or new shows and new movies every freaking day. Right. So like, I mean, not every day, but seemingly every day. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, what do you do? So like, what do you do? Well, you, you you get everybody who was watching Netflix for the Marvel shows over here by putting Marvel shows over there. So let's hope. Uh, so anyway, but I hope it's a I hope it's a it's a good sign. Yeah. I think it was more like a. The shows aren't being erased from existence, so maybe you can just watch them and enjoy them. It could be that, yeah. <laughs> but I hope that's not what it is. Right. Cam, uh, isn't Kingpin in into Spider-Verse? Clearly Marvel is cool with him being in a Sony movie. I don't know. Well, oh, that's right. Kingpin is a character in it, but it's not It's not denied. And that's what we were saying. It's not that they're not okay with Kingpin, Kingpin being used. It's that having someone with the caliber like D'Onofrio, who is such a hailed villain. Like yes. He plays such an amazing villain, and like... He wants to be in the movies. Yeah, like what if what if they what, what if because Sony makes those movies. So like, what if Sony uh, gets the chance to like they're like okay, next one is is Kingpin, right? And the next Spider-Man movie is Kingpin in it, and they're like you know, and so Sony makes that movie. That's Sony's movie that Marvel gets to pay for and then release. No, they pay for it, but Sony releases it. It's Sony's movie, which is why all the Spider-Man Homecoming trailers had all the Iron Man scenes in them and then ruined everything because nobody, Sony doesn't know how to make a, a trailer, let alone a movie. But Sony uh, makes the Spider-Man movie with, with Kingpin, and then they go, wow, people really responded to Kingpin. And we're making this Venom movie. Maybe Kingpin be, can be a Venom character. Yeah. He can be a Venom villain. You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah. I mean, I, I think the, the concern is that Sony always... Uh, expect Sony to always make the wrong decision anytime they have an opportunity to make a decision. <laughs> yeah. And uh, wonder, wondrous history of classic film jumping in with an... With a huge super chat. I, I, I've never seen this before, so no, thank you very much. It's more than super. Yeah. Uh, it's a mega chat, if you will. I agree. Uh, he, it, it, it was so mega, it went red. It I've did. never seen I've it. Never I was like, seen, ooh, it's red. I don't, I, 
Uh, I personally think Marvel is pretty close to collapse if they make a wrong decision concerning a reboot. It would be better for them to simply move on to X-Men. I agree. Yes. And I guess that's hinging on your idea of where it's like, if like everybody leaves, if Hemsworth's done and Chris Evans, is, like, they'll just reboot. Right, which is like, and I agree that like, Marvel is in this bizarre place right now where they've, they've, they've done, had so many successes and recently things have been getting a little shaky. Yes. And I don't mean like in terms of like movie quality There's or anything. There's more like certainty of things. Yeah, and it's just like we're coming end of a renaissance for yes. them in a way and it's like how do you follow that now they are incredibly lucky to have gotten back properties like the fantastic four and x-men at this right turning which point. are their own which could be their own cash cow franchises yeah I, I you agree. don't need iron man to show up in a fantastic four movie to make that movie make money no of course you also need someone who isn't fox to make those movies to make money, those movies make money. right right but like so i definitely agree um with wondrous history of classic film that like the key here for them is to not look back yes i mean like yes look back to learn from things right but not be like okay so like in order to, for things to work we need to make a new iron man right or like we need to make a new guardians of the galaxy now that that's all they did apart. remove they announced they removed a Marvel movie from their lineup. Okay. Like, from their projections. Right. It was a Disney and Fox projections thing. Okay. Obviously, I think it's Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Okay. Um, even though they said they're going to use the script, I think they're going to have to restructure because, I was like, going to say if, for, for a second, I'm like, it's probably Doctor Strange 2. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Cumberbatch is happy to play the game. I know he is, but I'm just saying they're just like, yeah. But I mean, like now we got X Men. Like, I mean, what the hell am well, I gonna we'll make? Just, it? We'll, we'll just I put make the this? wizard into the other movies. Who cares? Yeah. Which, by the <laughs> way, like if you were to make if, this is more of a pitch, but it's like, hey, <laughs> Spider Man movies have really have have super fun like big caliber Avenger type characters in each movie. Uh, Doctor Strange, please. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. we clearly... Spider-Man Far From Home should should be the captain. Well, it's not just that, but we've already seen the two of them working together. Yes. Yeah, they have a familiarity now. They certainly do. So that'd be great. Yeah. Especially if it's Far From Home because it's Mysterio. Yes. Mysterio and Strange. Oh. Yeah. It's really very perfect. Yes. Very perfect. But yeah, in terms of, of absolutely like... I don't know. I, I, I don't want to say that they're close to collapse, but I think that they are definitely... They need to be planning. Yes. And it's funny because the concern has been lately as to whether or not Marvel Comics is capable of making a long-term plan and adhering to it. Yeah, we know they're not. But luckily, Marvel Comics is not in charge of these movies. the MCU. So hopefully Feige and the others in charge of all this have looked down the road and have something, some semblance of a plan. Now, of course, things have changed more recently. You know what I mean? I'm sure mm -hmm. it was always a possibility that they would get X-Men and Fantastic Four yes. back. Um, so I'm sure there's it's actually kind of fortuitous that like Guardians is collapsing as they're getting X Men back. Where it's like, okay, we don't have X Men. What what else can we do? So they made they made Guardians into an amazing franchise, right? Yeah. And then they're like, oh, we can't really make Guardians anymore without like completely changing the tone of what yeah. people are expecting. So let's just throw it away and make X Men again. Yeah, we'll like, just, it's we'll kind of amazing how well those overlap. Just introduce Corsair in the Star Wars. I mean, please, right? I would love that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I want that to be the first movie, <laughs> no. but you know what? I'd watch that movie. You get like Gabriel Byrne or somebody to play Corsair or something, and you make a movie out of it. It's just, there you go. I don't know. I think that'd be dope. Hell, you don't even do this. You do, uh, you just add Corsair mm -hmm. to the team that they teased at at the end of Guardians 2. Yeah. The original yeah, yeah, Guardians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so it, it Marvel's in a unique position to totally shit the bed. So hopefully they won't. Uh, they, they, you know... So let's see. Like we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens after Infinity War. Like Tiffany said, I hope that they are good at planning 
and I hope that they aren't like get it that their eyes aren't getting too big for their stomachs because right. the Disney Play service, the Netflix shows, the TV on like uh, Freeform and and all this other crap. Yeah, they're kind of all over. They're the spreading right themselves now. a little thin, and it's getting hard. Like I, I loved Jessica Jones season one. Didn't watch season two. I loved the second half or the first half of Luke Cage season two or season one. Didn't watch season two. Yeah, it took me a year or so to watch Punisher. Like I don't have enough time or money to watch all right. this stuff. Well, it also it kind of gets you into this, and this is so funny because it's like when there isn't a lot, when you get anything, you're desperate for it. Yes, and when there is a wellspring of it, mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, it'll always be there. Right. And like that's where the problems tend to come in yes. because it's like you, you can slip. You can well, you can you can definitely you. you Feige could easily be like, oh, you know who's a great who's who's. I don't have time to quality control this shit. You know who's like a standard like guy who makes movies, and I think he has some familiar with X Men, but I don't have time to worry about this right now. Brett Ratner, he's in charge of the X Men movies. Now. I wasn't even like thinking... just somebody really stupid, right? Well, I was thinking even just we as consumers, mm-hmm. like when there's a wellspring, oh, we tend we're to be like, like, oh, who oh, cares? It's going to be there forever. It's fine. Like if I miss this, it's okay. And it's like, but that's where things start to turn. That actually kind of like cuts the heart of why I want to talk about this at all. Because I was like, it was very easy for me to almost say. Like, end all of them. Yeah. I I don't have time to watch them anyway. So just end everything, Mm -hmm. you know? Uh, One Marvel movie every three years, you know? Like, oh, that's fine with me, like, at this point, because I don't have time to watch any of it. Yeah. It's like, no, 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 no. There's a way to work to make this work. If I can can read ten books a week, you know, then I can watch three movies a year. Yeah. Or two shows a year. Mm Mm-hmm. So we can make this work. Yes. And it just needs to be with a measured hand and with a with and with an eye towards quality. Absolutely. And somebody needs to care there yeah. about the kind about continuity. Yes. For me at least. Oh, I agree. I agree. And I just hope, um and again, this this to be the last thing that I say about this and then we can move on. Yes, I'll drop it. Um but in terms of just moving forward, um, having the X Men and such, that they take the same I hope they have the same attitude, which is impossible for them to have than they as they did when they started. Yes. Because it was impossible to have the same attitude when you were making Iron Man. Of like, we could lose everything. We could lose everything and who knows. They, you, there's no way they don't know the fan base and like the history of the X-Men. Right. Yeah. There's no way they can misunderstand the history and the connect. Like, well, how important the X-Men are. Right. I just hope, I seriously hope that Feige's been like marathoning the old X-Men movies to see what worked and what didn't work. He worked on those movies. Well, I mean like just like, refresh yourself on it, man. Go back and be like, what? What didn't what, work? What, what was wrong? I hope he marathons the books and goes like, uh, what What worked the most? Just get, well, Let's all just send him the animated series. Yeah. Just do this. Cast Jubilee. Jubilee is the key to all of this. She's the, yep, yeah, she's the key. Um, but thank you so much again, Wondrous History yeah. Classic Film, for that incredible mega chat. And everyone else in the Super oh, yeah, Chats for helping us out as well. King's Portal, uh, King's Portcull, for example. Cutest couple. What about Heroes for Hire? Thank you very much. We talked about it a little bit earlier, uh, but basically the ultimate idea is, yeah, please. That's yeah. the best way to save Luke Cage and Iron Fist and stick them over on the on the Disney play. Uh, oh, service. and of course, as being that they both got canceled within a couple weeks of each other. Yeah, maybe that's what they're planning on doing. Well, now they're unemployed. They're oh, gonna right. Have to start they're going to need. Own. They are going to need to be hired at some point. Uh, and comics and anime. The, for me, the big tease, the big, the big trick will be watch Mike Coulter's career. If he takes on a big movie or a big job or a show after this, then it's not happening. Right. Uh, comics and anime. Do you think Spidey Gwen would uh, could work in the Venom universe? I think any of them would. You know what I'd like to see? If, you, if Sony's so freaking desperate, make it Miles Morales. Give Miles Morales the Sony movies. Like, 
if you care enough to make those movies good, make it Miles Morales. Mm. And be like, yeah, we do these. Mm. You know? Nobody's, like, Disney's not going to go, hey! Because they have Spider-Man. Or they have that Spider-Man. They have another Spider-Man. Right. You know? Possibly. Especially because Venom has an intimate connection with Miles' history. Right. If you're reading the Ultimate books. But, yeah. So I think I think Spider-Gwen could work, but I think she's harder to explain. And I, I would go with Miles. Yeah. So uh, with that being said, we're going to give you recommendations for books that are coming out this week that we think you should pick up. Because we wanted this to be somewhat of and off the rack. Oh, yeah, yeah. And also just, you know, a lot of this was just like, what ifs. Yeah. A lot of it's like... all what ifs. We don't know. We're not, we don't know anybody. You know, we don't know any studio heads or anything like that. And it's more just like applying what we've experienced, what we've seen and what we've learned and how we might, how we interpret information and then saying like, what, what, what do you think? Yeah. And just to kind of get you guys thinking and chatting about this, because it's like, this is, we were all so in love and so like set on always having Marvel Netflix. Yes. Yeah. Who'd have thought that Disney would get so desperately greedy that they would basically <laughs> buy an entire studio just so they could create a competitor I, for Netflix. I guess anyone who's like, literally the other day I was just thinking about Disney and their practices. And it's like, this is right. This, in right line. this is right in line with what they're doing. That's and they, why... And they just watched DC launch their app. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're just like, well, okay. This is why when someone was telling me, like, well, Spider-Man's gonna go back to Sony. I'm like, I think Disney would just buy Sony. <laughs> like, I think that's what they would do. That, they, they might get blocked on that one. I don't think so. they would have too many... Sony's too small. That's true. Yeah, if they just buy Sony's the movie small. branch. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just I don't know. the movie branch. Or just the movie branch. And, oh, yeah. you can make all the art house films you want, and you can keep the emoji movie. <laughs> so, let's jump into some books we think you should pick hey, up. Hang on real quick. We have one more super chat. Oh, right, all right. I was just going to click on the window, but then I was afraid to, like, close it by accident Thank or you. whatever. Yeah. Uh, Tim Mickledays. Mick. Mickledes? We're terrible. He gave a smiley face. <laughs> thanks tim thank you tim thank you for the super chat so here's what we think uh tiffany take it away me ah let's do this um hey those of you who are excited about um you know vertigo dc vertigo let's call it that because that's what it is um and are a a fan of the old books of magic well books of magic is back so see there it is it's just it's uh, we're at number one i believe it is a continuation of the story um but I think they're going to do one of those things where it's just kind of like, hey, here's what you need to know, kind of like get you into it. Um, mm -hmm. The little preview in that first um, Vertigo sort of like smattering of the different um, books look pretty good. So Fair enough. Feel free to check that out. All right. Um, randomly, you never hear me talking about um, this character over at DC, but I'm kind of interested to see because this is like a weird sort of tongue-in-cheek thing here with um, Old Lady Harley, number one, is coming out, like some sort of alternate future kind of thing uh with harley there um obviously a little poke at old man logan little, little no little, doubt little thing there for you i'm gonna pick it up uh if nothing else just to see how much of a little poke it is at marvel for doing their thing sounds good yeah um and hey i don't know if you've heard about this whole witching hour thing <laughs> that yes is. i think you've mentioned it a couple times that's come out of justice league dark um we're heading back over to uh, Wonder Woman this week uh, to complete, I think, Wonder Woman 57? Uh, I don't know. I Hang think... on. Uh, yeah, it is 57. Yeah, um, this week just to, to finish up, uh, or not finish up, but to continue on with Witching Hour number four. Figure out what's happening there. If you haven't been uh, following that, I definitely recommend you go back and pick up the rest of the Witching Hour stuff, which is kind of ping-ponged between uh, Justice League Dark, 
uh, Wonder Woman and Justice League Dark. That was a combo book. The yeah. Wonder Woman, Justice League Dark, and Wonder Woman. <laughs> so we're right. back and forth on this one. Um, and hey, f- speaking of um, fans of Vertigo and especially Sandman, um, they're putting out uh, Sandman Preludes and Nocturnes uh, in a 30th anniversary edition. Yeah. You know I'm going to be picking that up. See what other like information and other click. Hopefully there'll be like, a cool gallery or stuff right? in the back of it. Like I think a- they'll recolor it again. I hope they don't. I kind of hope they go with the original coloring, but I definitely want to check it out. Um, I do see that there's an introduction by Patrick Rothfuss, who I dig. Um, he is a fantasy writer, but he's also um, done a lot of uh, D&D stuff with Acquisitions Incorporated, Penny Arcade, and all that stuff. Yes, so he's, he he's, a, he's a fun guy. Yeah, he is. Fun guy. Uh, okay, so my recommendations this week include uh, Spider-Man, uh, obviously, Amazing Spider-Man, uh, number eight, or mm-hmm. the legacy numbering, which I don't remember, but it's, I'm sure it's there. Uh, continuing with uh, Ryan Otley not being on art, I think it's Humberto Ramos continuing. Um the, the, the Spider-Man and Boomerang becoming buddies because of the last arc uh, or the last issue. Right. And it's pretty fun. Uh, well, that, that totally works because Boomerang's from Australia and in Australia they have uh, deadly spiders. That's true. Good point. And speaking of deadly spiders, <laughs> good transition there. <laughs> nice. uh, the Arachnite from Infinity Warps. What is that costume? It is a first idea. <laughs> I think this is really dumb. Why'd you recommend it then? Uh, because like they think it's really smart and cool, and I want to see just how hard it falls. So it's not even a recommendation. It's just you're gonna read this. So it's, it's like a train wreck. I got to see what happens. <laughs> it's only two issues. We'll see if I even make it that far. Fair enough. Uh, also, Moon Knight is hitting 200 issues, and they're doing a very big special. Oh wow! Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, they did it with this terrible cover, but like at least the book is going to be really cool. Yeah, I mean, 200 issues, that's kind of amazing. It's an it's a real achievement. And to honor it, they put out Arachnite. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> it's fine. I'm no, sure. it's fine. It'll uh, be fun. It's cool that they're doing it, that they're celebrating Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is, it's really nice. It's yep. an oversized issue? Yes, it is. Excellent. So, check that out. Oh, but it's also by Max. So, maybe the Arachnite will be better than you think it is, because it's written by the person who's doing Moon Knight, so... Yeah. Maybe, maybe more Moon than Arach. I, I don't know. <laughs> also, uh, the Return of Wolverine number two comes out. It's uh, the first issue was spectacular. Okay. I legitimately liked it just as much as the Death of Wolverine, which yes. I also legitimately loved. Right. If you uh, if you haven't checked it out, uh, you should because just it's really dope. So much hair. I know, but it's like old school Wolverine I where he had like he was made of nothing but hair. It was really fun. <laughs> That's gross. I agree. He's it's like a he's like a Japanese myth, you know, beast. He's like a yokai. Yeah. <laughs> don't like that. I don't want Wolverine to be a yokai. That's deadly. That's fair. Um, and just to continue on with a couple other things for me, um, Cold Spots, a uh, horror book put out by Cullen Bunn, still enjoying it. Um, yeah, it's just, it's up my alley. So, you know, check that out if you're looking for something like that. But I, I know it's not for everybody. That's true. Um, and the last thing, not comic related, but I just had to mention it. Um, the Super Mario Brothers Encyclopedia official guide, the first 30 years of Super Mario, is coming out from Dark Horse this week. I looked, I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta check it out. I love when they do these kind of books. I know they're so, it's so silly. They're so silly. But if they're well put together, and I like the way Dark Horse tends to put stuff out. Dark Horse puts out pretty, pretty books. They very much do. There's a, uh, a, a I believe a hardcover, so I'm yes. definitely gonna at least check it out. Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> so there you have it, everybody. Those are books that are fit to print that we think you should check out. Uh, let us know what you think about those books when you read them and uh, come back to the show and we'll talk about it next week oh, yeah. uh, before we go we're just going to say hi to a couple people in the super chat uh, one nasty world thanks for being <laughs> great resources X-Men returning that's true yay although Woo. that's Wakanda now so I can't do that 
because uh, it doesn't mean the same thing. No, anymore. it doesn't. But uh, yes, man. Uh, but anyway, thank you all so much for hanging out with us, for speculating, for giving us your thoughts and opinions, and of course, your super chats are huge for this channel. It keeps it's us incredible afloat. Uh, you guys have blown us away yet again. It's true. And uh, so we'll see you guys next week with another episode. And of course, stay tuned here on Comic Pop. Don't forget to like this video and subscribe to our channel. It's the most important thing because it helps us out and it gets you the the uh, the, the latest videos that we put out. Um, make sure to click the bell to get the notification. Let you know Ding. that like you actually the the, the, book, the videos are coming out. Yeah. Um, we make a lot of videos and uh, they're all like we put a lot of work into them. So I hope you enjoy them. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll see you guys then with another one. I'm Sal. I'm Tiffany. So long, everybody. Bye, guys.